This is WWJ All Local. Developing news taking us to Detroit's west side, where a barricaded gunman situation is continuing from yesterday evening. WWJ's Charlie Langton is there on the scene, and he joins us live with more. Charlie. Well, good morning, Jackie. You know what? We actually may be getting a break here. Uh, we just got noticed that in about five minutes, the uh, the uh, Detroit police will be giving us a briefing as to what happened. From the advantage that I was at, I did see some activity around the suspect's house. He had been in the house since about 8 o'clock after firing shots, uh, allegedly firing shots at his girlfriend. The girlfriend is okay, uh, but uh, the police surrounded his house. There was the uh, negotiating, and I actually heard uh, from the loudspeaker come on out come on out to the porch and then i heard uh, and then i saw a lot of activity but again i'm about five blocks away and it's still dark and rainy and a little hard to see however i do think there's going to be some kind of break nevertheless uh, just stay with wwj we'll get the update in about five minutes or so we do know that this guy's in his 30s or we believe he's in his 30s he does have a criminal record he was in court as recently as last year the police are telling this neighborhood here on um, in the area of Plymouth and Evergreen to stay inside your house, uh, wait it out, and that's what the police have been doing, and that's what we've been doing now going on 11 hours. But again, there may be a break. Uh, we'll just stay on the scene and uh, figure it all out. Reporting live here on Detroit's West Side, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. The legal fallout from the Oxford High School mass shooting continues. WWJ's Luke Sloan joining us live with the update. Mike, a judge, has ruled not to limit which Oxford victims can receive information from the court during the case going on against the parents of accused gunman Ethan Crumley. James and Jennifer Crumley tried to restrict who could receive updates about court proceedings. They hoped a judge would limit sharing information to only the families whose children died in the shooting. The request left other families outraged, but the ruling ensures there will be no restriction on who can receive information from the case. Reporting live, Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950. Eastern Michigan University basketball star Imani Bates will be in court today for a plea agreement. The 18-year-old, a former number one overall recruit, was arrested during a traffic stop in September, originally facing two felonies after a gun was found in his car. Last week, Bates' attorney Steve Haney confirmed that a plea deal was reached. In exchange for dropping the felony charges, he's expected to plead guilty to one misdemeanor count of attempted illegal transportation of a weapon. Bates, who will appeal in court, appear in court rather in Washtenaw County, has resumed basketball activities at Eastern. The Biden administration's investing another $300 million in the country's 988 hotline system. That's the three-digit extension designed to respond to mental health emergencies by connecting Americans with certified community-based behavioral health clinics. Michigan Senator Debbie Stabenow says this is the 911 for mental health emergencies without red tape. We are finally going to treat health care above the neck the same as health care below the neck. Not through grants to stop and start, but through health care. Stabenow says 988 is a proven success story and is transforming mental health treatment across the nation. On the auto beat, Stellantis looking at building two more battery plants in North America. Could one of them be coming here to Michigan? Michigan narrowly missed the first two plants, one going into Windsor, the other Indiana. Stellantis Chief Operating Officer Mark Stewart saying they should make a decision on the location of plant number three sometime late next year, and Michigan is in the running. The fourth plant, if needed, will be built later in the decade. Stewart also saying that Stellantis anticipates the battery plants will be unionized. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. 
And uh, there is uh, Macomb County Sheriff is out with a warning for drivers who maybe don't stop for buses, school buses, when they have that stop arm out, that red stop sign. If you blow past a school bus with its stop arm out this week, you are going to be ticketed, they say. All week long, the sheriff's office is participating in Operation Safe Stop. Drivers who pass a stop school bus may be given a ticket, and the fine is up to 500 bucks. Macomb County wants residents to know in order to keep children safe, red means stop. Excitement is building ahead of tonight's season opener for the Detroit Pistons. Detroit is one of the youngest teams in the league, but fans are hoping the team can turn a corner into becoming more competitive this season. WWJ's Chris Flar joins us live with a preview. Oh, yes. Here we go. Nothing beats John Mason hyping up the crowd, and they'll get a chance to see their team live right out of the gate on the new campaign. The season opener is also the home opener tonight at Little Caesars Arena. The team hoping to take the next step in the rebuilding process under GM Troy Weaver, who's brought in more veterans and young pieces to help shape the future. And although the experts don't expect a team this green to make waves in the NBA quite yet, head coach Dwayne Casey says they're on their way. The youthful talent, more so than anything else, is, is what excites me and it should excite our fans and uh, stay behind them through the thick and thin because there's going to be nights where some of the young guys are going to look like superstars next night maybe during headlights now whether it's the former or the latter it all begins again tonight downtown specifically the ball will be in the air at 7 13 p.m following a moment of silence for bob lanier and bill russell plus mason's lights out introductions the first of 82 games set for the pistons you can join me on the pregame show on 97 won the ticket at 6 35 then mark champion and rick mahorn We'll take it from there. Chris Villar, WWJ News Radio 950. A Michigan panel founded to end gerrymandering is apparently broke. The state's independent redistricting commission says it still needs money to pay the bills and defend legal challenges after Governor Whitmer decided not to fund the panel in the state budget. The commission finished its legislative maps a year ago, but officials say it still needs money to plan future meetings and retain legal representation for challenges to the newly drawn districts. The body could sue the state to secure funding. In 2018, voters approved an amendment to create the commission, which draws new legislative boundaries every 10 years. For the latest news, plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.